love listening to Craig Rochelle talk. I mean, he's got such amazing information and I love how he puts it out in bullet points and then reiterates it two or three times so that you get it. It's repetition, repetition, repetition. And today he started out on part one of learning to lead yourself. Chad, what did you have written down for your notes today? First of all, I love, I love Craig Groeschel. He's a, just an, an incredible leader and obvious that all the people he's mentored and raised up and how many followers he has and all that kind of stuff. So one of the very, very best, especially in the, as far as a, a pastor. Um, so a few things that I had, he said, we don't want to follow people whom we don't trust or respect. And so, you know, I've, I've been fortunate to have a lot of, uh, to, to work under a lot of leaders, spending 11 years in the military. I was, you know, you're always having people change out. And so you get to see who you really like to follow and who you don't like to follow. And those are the two biggest things is, is people want to follow someone that they trust and that they respect. And uh, so obviously we want to be people of character who others are going to trust and others are going to respect. Um, potential lead others is a reflection of how you lead yourself. And, people, and, and, and we can't fake that. I mean, people know, they know if we're, they know if we're, uh, you know, being disciplined in the kitchen. They know if we're working out. They know if, if our, you know, if, if we're successful, if we're consistent. They know if we are going to show up when we say we're going to show up. It doesn't take long. You can't, you can't fake leadership. Um, so then you start going to the three things, you know, two of which you went to, into today, the develop your leadership identity, which is important. And a lot of these things, it's just, you just have to spend time and consider um, what your leadership identity is. And he, so he said, start, so start with the who, the leadership identity, and that anything we do, we kind of feel like a pretender in the beginning, you know, because we're new. I mean, the day that every person here joined at works, you're like, what did I get myself into? And it's, it's pretty much the same for everybody. And then you, you, you think about, oh, now I've got to do this. You know, it's brand new skills. So you feel like a pretender because you are new and you have to learn. You're a baby in that, in that area. You know, you're a first grader when you join. So, and it's not just something that you do, the leadership isn't, it's who you are. And I like how you talk about, uh, it's a mindset, you know, that leaders stand taller, think higher, care deeper. You said, stand taller, take responsibility. The buck stops with you. You know, I'm, I'm here in Texas at some friend's house and, uh, and there's a situation yesterday where they were just trying to decide what they have a son who's incredible at baseball and all these coaches want him. And they went with the one team and another guy reached out and like, why didn't you go? Why didn't you go with our team? And it's because he had, he had dropped the ball, but instead of apologizing, he was just, you know, making up excuses and not taking responsibility. To me, that's just, a, that's one of the quickest signs. You, you call someone out on something that's, that you know is wrong and they don't take ownership. That person to me is a weak, they're immediately just a weak leader because they're placing blame instead of taking responsibility. And I want to follow people who are going to take responsibility for, for if they make a mistake, right. Have, and have humility, you know, leaders, leaders are humble. Leaders have humility. So he said, think higher. You know, when you think higher, sometimes you got to get out of your, your current situation. I always think of the Eagle versus the chicken, you know, the chickens looking at the ground, pecking the ground, right. And their, their whole world is that little tiny space. But an eagle, an eagle gets up and they see the big picture. They see the chicken in that little tiny space, but they see everything. And so when people say don't work, only work in your business, you got to work on your business. That's sometimes you got to you got to step out and look at the 30,000 foot view and say, OK, what's going well? What's not going well? Let me let me implement some changes so that we can grow out beyond and become more like the eagle that's, that's soaring. 
and working uh, not just in the business, but out of the business. That's when we talk about systems, when we talk about things that will make room to grow. I know a lot of people that I've witnessed over the last nine years, specifically in this business, they'll get, they'll work so much in the business where they become the bottleneck. And, and actually, as their team grows, they be, be get busier and busier and more and more stressed. And that's not why this model was created. This model was created so that you can so that you can help people and you can grow people and you can release your, the power to other people so that as your team's growing, your what you do doesn't grow. What you have to do every day, it doesn't become more and more and more because you have systems in place and you have leadership uh, type, type things built in. And so that's why it's funny because I know Joel's probably, people are probably like, I don't want to reach out to you, Joel. You must be so busy. And Joel's like, yeah, I've got 47 million people on our team and like three reach out to me per day. Because most of them are just thinking, oh, you're so busy. You don't have time for me. And then he has time to reach out, you know, talk to me, who's not even in his organization, because he, the way he's built it and the way Stephanie and Joel built it is they built it so they, they don't have to be in there because they've developed, they've developed people and they've empowered thousands of people. And that's how, that's how you want to do it. And then the care deeper. And I love this. I heard one time that when you do, when, when you're doing what you love, when you're, when you're spending time each day within your passion and your calling, it's not like a job. See, I, and I remember how that felt. I remember how when I, you know, when I'd show, go to work on Monday, I just couldn't wait to get off. I couldn't wait to be done with the job so I could start something else. So I could start my hobby or I could start my ministry. But when you're a leader and you're a leader within whatever you're doing, you really don't ever turn it off. It's just part of your DNA. Like you're thinking about it in the morning. You're thinking about it at night. It all gets intermingled. It's like your job is your calling and it is your ministry and it is your hobby and it is all your things, which is, I believe is why you know, I don't believe anybody should be miserable. on I was looking last night and, uh, you know, the, the rate of heart attacks is 11% higher on Mondays than any other day of the week because so many people are dreading, um, they're, they're dreading going, showing up to work. So Leaders stand taller, think higher, care deeper. Um, so then you talk about define your leadership initiatives and the fact that we all have room to grow. Like I should be sitting here right now with my construction hat on and so should Joel just to, as a visual to remind everybody that we're not there yet. We're still under, we're still under construction. Um, and then he said, what specific trait? And this is huge because if we're really going to grow, it's one thing to say, I want to grow. I'm going to grow. But then you have to define where, what, what, do you, what are you going to attack next? You know, one thing I love about God is that he's always working on us, but he doesn't come to you and say, hey, you have 97 things that need change. You know, that'd be a little overwhelming, right? He's, he comes and he it's like he takes this one of those mirrors where you can see the, the, the dots within the pimple and the, dot, you know, those, those mirrors that zo zoom in. And it's like, OK, let's zoom in on this one little area that needs to be changed. And um, so then he said, you'll never be able to lead yourself as long as you lie to yourself. You can't develop a skill you don't define. So he mentioned things like discipline, um, you know, emotions and uh, consistency, getting organized, procrastinating, comparison, controlling. So he gave us some examples of some things that we can that we can fix. And then he talked about things he's done, which I love. I love this insight. One of the greatest values we get about listening to leaders and being around leaders is the is the back. Not just it's like the backstory. It's, it's hearing how they've how they got there. You know, the roadmap. Like he's passing out the roadmap, saying. You know, initiating over responding. There's gold in that. Um, stopping, interrupting, interrupting, listening, and honoring, because that's what honor is. It's listening. If you if you're if you interrupt someone, basically you're dishonoring them, and and people don't want to 
follow that, right? Leading with questions, even if you think you already know the answer, or you can say, have a hunch. And so I love that. And then at the end, I'll just say, who are you? You know, defining who you are um, and, and speaking not just where you are, but who you are, like where you're headed to and defining that will be huge. Like a couple of words that I wrote down here was just, I'm a, I'm a mentor, encourager, builder of people and defender of truth. And so when you know who you are, then you'll start to uh, learn and, and, and move in that direction. So love Craig Groeschel, Joel. I, I'd heard him speak like years ago at a conference, but I didn't know he's doing podcasts and everything until I was in this and learned from you. And I've, I've gotten so much from him. So thanks for bringing him on again, man. So Chad said 97 problems and I've got all of them to work on. So uh, I completely understand that, that feeling and, you know, what he said halfway through, but he should have started with it um, was you will never become a world-class leader by accident. I mean, that was kind of the, the mic drop statement to open everything. And, and The whole thought process of learners. That was weird. Hello. Chad, can you see me now? Yes, I can hear you and see you again. You're yeah, that, that was weird. Like my Zoom dropped, Facebook dropped. That was new, interesting hurdle. All right. So number one starts with developing your leadership identity. Leadership is not a title or position. Leadership is a mindset. It's not just something you do, it's who you are. So have you sat down and figured out what that is? You know, he said a lot of people just tend to jump into the doing part and not into the who. I thought that was a, an amazing statement because most of us just go and, and start doing the things. And some of us know why we're doing it, but you need to make sure that you're knowing what it is you stand for, kind of like Chad was saying, you need to have your identity and know what that is. And when you have that foundation, it gives you the ability to build on that. So there's no such thing as a cookie cutter leader. So 
if you're if you're thinking that you have to be a specific way or you have to lead a specific way or you have to follow a certain leadership method, that's not the case. Leadership is different for each person. And here's the most amazing statement ever. And they say this at all over the place on GLS. Uh, you hear John Maxwell say it all the time. You have influence. Therefore, you are a leader and you are leading somebody. When you see yourself as a leader, it changes your posture. So you need to develop the mindset of I am a leader. It says you become more competent in how you interact with people. When you see yourself as a leader, you start standing taller, thinking higher, and caring deeper. And when he said standing taller, he said you feel a deep, genuine responsibility for what you're doing and the people that are entrusted to your leadership capability. And what you're doing is you're owning the outcomes of the things that happen. Again, not only does it come to personal responsibility, but now it becomes responsibility for the team. So when you're thinking higher, you're projecting the future. But not only are you projecting the future, not only are you thinking about the future, which is what leaders do, leaders think about the future, they cast the vision for the future, but also they're working in your business. You are working in your business, not just on your business. So the difference of, of a manager versus a leader is managers just work on the business. They don't work in the business. They're telling people where to go, what to do. They're not actively pushing things forward, where if you see a true leader, most leaders don't lead by pulling the team along. They want to get behind them and push them forward. When you care deeper, uh, this, is, this is what... Craig Rochelle talks about when it comes to leadership pain. And I can't wait to share his whole talk on that because it was mind blowing. But leadership has pain to it. And the reason why is because you care deeper. You care more because you know when you're looking at people, you know, when we, when we meet people out in the field and we're talking to people, we care about them so much because we want to see you develop into the person that you were meant to be. We see the greatness that's inside of you that you probably don't see. And for us, when you don't tap into that, when we can't get that light switch to turn on for you, it pains us because we see this as a calling. It is our passion to help you become better. That's why we do this is because we want to make sure that we affect your life in a positive manner. And then he said, leadership is not just something you do, it's who you are. So when it becomes a passion, it becomes something that you do consistently without thinking. That's where we want you to get. We want you to get to the point where all of a sudden, this is something that you care so deeply about your business. You care so deeply about your business, about impacting other people, about going out and changing others' lives, that you take this opportunity and share it with anyone and everyone that you come across. When he's talking about defining your leadership initiative, he goes, at their worst, nobody likes a leader. He said, we as leaders can deceive ourselves when we think we're doing something, but we're actually not. The problem is, is we can't deceive others. He said, we'll never be able to lead ourselves as long as we are lying to ourselves. That's why he said, make sure that you have a good circle. If you're five your circle of five people are just yes men telling you what you need to hear, what you want to hear, you will never grow or outgrow them. So get comfortable being uncomfortable around people who challenge you to get better. So we need to be specific about the things that we want to grow in. And he said, name the specific skill area that you want to grow in over the next few months. He said, don't name four or five because you won't do it. 
pick one. And some of the ones that he pointed out were, you know, being more disciplined, learning how to control your emotions, being consistent, learning how to organize and stay organized. Uh, the comparison game, he said, work on not comparison. And this is the one thing that I love that he said, he said, you can't lead others if you don't celebrate them. You can't lead others if you don't give them the space to grow in leadership. So comparison is a huge thing because of the fact that everything that we have going on with social media, you know, we all have room to grow in leadership and you can either not develop or develop your leadership. He also said, be humble and make sure that you're always asking questions. Don't assume that you're the one that's always having the answer. And then the last quote that I have, um, and this was, this was a huge one, and I, I said this on a Zoom last night, repeat to yourself every day, I am a chosen leader who is choosing to lead. You have been chosen to lead, to be different, to be set apart, to go out and change people's lives. But the question is, are you going to choose to go out and do it? My and Chad's hope is that you would make that decision. You would choose today to go out and change somebody's life, to go out and lead somebody in a new direction, to go out and grow your capacity to leadership. Guys, thanks for being on with us today. Can't wait to see you here again next time. We'll see you again soon.